Hey guys, welcome to the Flourish and Thrive podcast. We're Alice and Emily, two besties navigating life in a big city in our 20s and just trying to find a bit of calm in the chaos. Flourish and Thrive is your space for unfiltered girl talk on all things wellness, spirituality, self-development and so much more. We're on a journey of self-love and self-growth and we'd love it if you came along with us so we can all flourish and thrive together. So grab a beverage of your choice, get cozy and let's get into today's episode. Just before we get started, we obviously want to say we are not professionals, we're not doctors, we are not anything of the sort. This is obviously just our own personal opinions. Yeah, this is just what has helped us on our journeys and we just wanted to share in case it helps you. Um, But if you are really struggling with any of the issues that we talk about in this episode, then please do speak to a professional and someone that can give you the help that you need. Yes. But without any further ado, let's get into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Flourish and Thrive. Hello. Hope everyone's doing really well. How are you doing, Emily? I'm good. Today's been, oh, I don't know, quite tiring, to be quite honest. I've been Mm. not sleeping that well. Really? Weirdly, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I feel like I just need to get into the habit of going to bed at a good time. Mm. I need to re-listen to our episode on habits. Oh my God, I'm exactly the same. I've got into such a bad habit of like staying on my phone too late I like I was in such a good habit of like putting my phone away in the drawer and not like and like leaving it outside out of mind but recently I think because like I'm like making content now I like Mm. just get stuck down a rabbit hole of like editing it's it's so easy to do though literally like I'm I'm the exact same like I get into such a hole with TikTok as well because I'll I'll be like finding content I kind of want to like use a sound to or something and then I just get stuck into this hole of like actually then just consuming it yeah it's just like this is the thing like it is just is so addictive like Mm. it's scarily addictive so addictive like once you learn how like dopamine works and everything like yeah it's a lot but it's like yeah this is the whole kind of point like we're not perfect yeah no one's perfect literally far from it (laughs) we literally had an episode all about how like we do our habits and like have habits and stuff but yeah we fall off them sometimes too Mm -hmm. yeah and I feel like yeah that's kind of what today's episode's about as well Mm. it's like so we wanted to talk a little bit today about navigating living in a big city and like things you can do to thrive and not sort of burn out because I feel like cities are so cities can be a lot like it's it's just so stressful like I know that I wasn't like this when I was like living back home Mm. with my parents like you can just get so caught up in the kind of everyday like people running around people rushing and then you feel like you have to rush as well and it's just such a I don't know how to explain it it's like you coming from like we both grew up in sort of like rural areas like rural England rural England (laughs) yeah very cute like I grew up in a village and like yeah so did you actually yeah Mm. and like yep there's not a lot going on and then you move to London and it's just like an entirely different pace of life so like different everyone is so yeah always in a rush and you just like find yourself speeding up to like you know keep get, up keep basically. up with everyone yeah, yeah yeah like everyone on the tube just like rushing around like no one has a second like, like yeah wait, well it's like even like when we were just coming here from so we've just both come from our office and there yeah. were people standing outside the tube trying to grab our attention for some like charity <laughs> thing and bless us both well I don't know I feel kind of bad but like we, we both just were like no we've got somewhere to be we've got a podcast episode yeah. to record but it's like you can just get so swept up in it yeah it's it's true and like it, I didn't really realize until recently that actually mm. it's been like taking a toll on me mm-hmm. like I've talked in some of the previous episodes about just like feeling really burnt out and I like it all came to a point where like I just needed to go home and mm. just like have a reset. And that's when I got a bit ill, like I had an ear infection and oh, it was definitely the universe double being ear like, infection. yeah, both ears, it was awful. <laughs> but yeah, the universe was definitely being like, okay, you need to like really properly stop and slow down for a second. And, like something has to change. Yeah. So yeah, basically we just want to talk today about like things you can do to just sort of manage that and sort of find your own way to find some peace in mm. the chaos. I mean, that's what we're all about on this podcast anyway, yeah. aren't we? That's kind of our little motto. Basically trying to find the calm in the chaos exactly. is literally our motto. So we just wanted to strip it right back to basics and literally like where we started being like, just try it, like what we do basically mm. to try and look after ourselves mm-hmm. and put us in the best kind of headspace, physical space, spiritual space to mm-hmm. thrive yeah to flourish and thrive exactly yeah oh my god i love it it's cheesy but we love Love it it. for me number one my number like one thing is just to look after yourself Mm. like the raw core basics Mm -hmm. that you really have to look after the basics of like your health Mm -hmm. so like getting enough water getting enough sleep 
getting enough nutrients in your yeah. body, like just those core fundamental things and exercising as well. But just looking after those kind of core things can help so, so much. Like yeah. it has a massive impact, I find. Yeah, for sure. And it all comes down to like what we're talking about in Atomic Habits, where it's just like that 1%. Like if you like if you just let it slip a little bit, then mm. like over time it's going to compound and you're going to find yourself in a like a less desirable place sort of mentally and physically. But yeah, if you can just make those sort of little tweaks, you know, just, yeah, the, literally the basics. Like treat yourself like a plant. Are you getting literally. enough water? Are you getting enough sunlight? Are you getting <laughs> enough nutrients? Basically, yeah, all of those basics, if, you, if you've not got them, I mean, that's, that is the, the core of it really, mm. isn't it? No, I literally find like, even just mentally, if I don't drink enough water, I just get a massive headache. Thirsty. <laughs> no, same. Like, I just find if I don't drink enough water, I have this massive headache at the end of the day. And that's, mm. I mean, obviously that's just like a physical thing of me mm. not looking after myself. And then you, if you've got a headache, you're just going to feel more stressed and it's yeah. just going to add on. Yeah. So it's like just getting those literally healthy eating eat enough to start with oh, sure, yeah. like I find sometimes if I'm at work and I have I have lunch later that hour before lunch people are trying to ask me questions and I'm just there like what like yeah. they, I literally can't understand them <laughs> because I haven't eaten yeah and I, I can't remember if we talked about this in our nervous system episode but like mm-hmm. yeah if you if you don't if your body is expecting food and then you don't eat like mm. it does put it into fight or flight mode because oh, wow. it's like okay we're, we're kind of under threat now like it starts to panic so like that's why it's so important to eat breakfast within like an hour of waking up oh really because like once your body is like okay it's morning time okay it's time to eat oh where's the food and then it just starts like yeah that it will spike your cortisol and put you into fight or flight mode okay i'm gonna eat breakfast every yeah. morning because <laughs> like, obviously some people like a lot of people think oh okay i'll skip breakfast or like intermittent fasting and stuff yeah. like that but like if you do want to like regulate your hormones and you know prevent those big spikes of cortisol which you know obviously make you feel more anxious stressed. and stressed then like that is that is like a big one is to make sure you eat pretty quickly after waking up i know a lot of people feel a bit sick in the morning so mm. it's hard but yeah it, it it's it is it's really good to help manage your hormones and your stress mm. and everything no I, i'm definitely one for like I, I do not skip breakfast but i do tend to not be hungry first thing mm. after waking up like i'm not a massive breakfast i do love my breakfast but i'm not a, like a massive breakfast person where i have to eat straight away yeah. i know did, i think you once said you are uh, breakfast is my favorite thing in the world <laughs> it's my favorite part of the day like i have love porridge it. or like just like yogurt and granola every day and i'm like this is sensational like i've had it you know so many times but i never get bored of it just like all the different fruits and nuts and seeds i love it sorry no 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 no, i'm 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 passionate about it when i when i get into loving my breakfast i'm right there with you but i find sometimes in the morning i just can't stomach eating yeah fair enough so like i really got into this hype of me like my smoothies Mm -hmm. so like i just i love a smoothie because it's just so easy you just chuck everything Mm -hmm. in like a blender and just blend it up and then you like drink it slowly and that's getting all your nutrients in because it's like healthy stuff yeah so yeah i find that i love doing that in the summer in the winter i'm just like can't think of anything worse than a smoothie because it's just too cold but yeah no getting nutrients in is very important yeah so yeah good basics i suppose like yeah just your your general self-care like for me I know that like if I don't meditate in the morning mm. it, it makes a huge difference especially like stepping out of the door into that like chaos and there's like traffic whooshing by and there's sirens mm. and there's babies crying and the smell <laughs> of cigarettes and like it's just a lot and you can just get like swept away yeah. in the chaos so like I make it my absolute non-negotiable every morning to just take 10 minutes to just connect like to my body to my breath and just center myself before mm. all of the chaos begins. That has been a practice that I've been doing for like several that. years. And it it really does make a huge difference. So my say, do you do it every single day? Yeah, well, I'm not so religious about it on the weekends, but okay. definitely, yeah, work every days. work day. Because, yeah, I just think that like that morning time, we've talked about this before, like mm. your morning time is so precious. Like do the things that make you feel good. And then that will set you up for the right mindset yeah. for the rest of the day. So true. You just feel more able to you know navigate city life and all of its Mm. chaos (laughs) i find like so i i mean don't get me wrong i love meditation i love doing all that stuff but i don't do it every day yeah i find sometimes just for me in the morning kind of grounding myself is making sure i can take that bit of extra time in the morning for myself Mm. so say for example i like 
putting on my makeup in the morning and kind of like doing my hair and like just taking that bit of time where it's not necessarily really active meditation, like where you're really just sitting down properly focusing, but it's just taking those kind of small moments where you're not rushing. So it doesn't have to be if you're not into meditation, because I know a lot of people aren't, but it's like, if you're, if you can just have those kind of more smaller moments where it's like, you just kind of take that time rather than like waking up really late and rushing around and having a really chaotic morning. That's how I find it can be really good for me. Yeah, that's so true. And like, I think that's a, that's a very like good point about just the the energy of London or any big city is just rush, rush, rush. It's like Mm. creating, just carving out a little bit of extra time so that you don't have to rush through these things. Mm. Like I am really guilty of this. Like I, in my morning routine, cause I've got it down to such a fine art. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm just rushing through my journaling. I'm just like rushing through, I don't know, eating my breakfast and everything, like just to go through the motions and get it done. But like, that is a huge thing. And just like, it's, it's like practicing the art of slow living, mm. right? Just creating this sort of abundance mindset around time. There's plenty of time, you know, even if that means, getting up a little bit earlier and I know it's really hard because like you have to go to sleep early to be able to get up early and like all of these habits are so interlinked but like that is that's the one thing I'm really really trying to do like now that I've come back to London I'm trying to like you know really prevent burnout again is just carve out some time so that I'm not rushing everything Mm. because that that's yeah that's made a huge difference to me so far I think yeah you know how you, you were talking about a slow life where it's like, I really like that kind of, you're living for the journey rather than living for like the destination or rushing yeah. to places. Like, I feel like you really have to kind of take out the time and carve out the time to make it the journey, like enjoy the journey. Like I've said this on a previous episode, I think it was probably the habits one as mm. well about, I like reading and I really need to just put my book back in my bag because I've yeah. not been reading recently on the tube. It's like making that part of the day Mm. where it's not necessarily like a lot of the time people will rush their commute be like oh I have to get home I have to do this it's like I'm intentionally making enjoying the process of me going on my commute and going home yeah it's not just a thing to get done yeah yeah you're like I'm it's like you're taking back your power you're like this is my time for me I'm going to make it enjoyable like whatever that is for you like a podcast a tv show a reading a book or just like taking in what's around you Mm. or like doing a bit of a tube girl and oh yeah I'm obsessed like I'm literally obsessed with tube I literally just discovered her I'm a bit late on the hype but (laughs) I think yeah I mentioned it to you like the other other week or something and I was like she's She's so so cool she's she's so it's an inspiration because she is yeah romanticizing her commute oh my god should we do a tube girl like edit and like because like pass the phone oh my god please i would love that so much (laughs) you'll see that next on our tiktok coming (laughs) that that is coming soon i think journaling is a huge one because you said it before it's like you can be your own therapist Mm. and if you've had a really stressful chaotic day at work just sometimes writing it out on the page or on the piece of paper or whatever you're Mm. writing in can be so therapeutic to just kind of get through those thoughts that are rushing around in your head like say for example i've if i've had a really stressful bad day at work it can be really nice to kind of to be honest I don't actually journal too much about the negative things which is quite interesting I do try to journal and remind myself why I'm so grateful yeah yeah so I I do a lot of the time if I have had a stressful day at work I will literally be like I'm so grateful that I get to have a job I'm so grateful that I get to go to work Mm -hmm. I'm so and I remember back to the times where I didn't have a job and I was looking for a job and I was so so sad about that fact Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of the time I I guess that kind of moves into gratitude as well which is another topic that I was going to say but like journaling and gratitude can have like a massive help impact Mm, for sure yeah I know that definitely helps me at the end of my day well I I like to journal in the morning as well which is when I would do more of my gratitude stuff and just Mm -hmm. like set an intention for the day but in the evening I do make it a practice to like yeah write down anything I'm proud of for myself like, I'm so bad at celebrating myself I feel like there's a lot of people I, a like, lot of people have that we as human beings are so like negatively skewed we do tend to focus on like the negatives oh so this true. happened today and this was really stressful and like this was chaotic but like yeah taking the time to actually celebrate the little wins it could be like 
tiny little things just like anything that you're proud of or any nice thing you notice like just, i don't know a dog on the tube or yeah just like <laughs> just like nice things that happened yeah i don't know just like yeah it's like you're training you're training your brain to see more of them yeah like what you focus on expands so like i think yeah, my therapist was talking about these are called like glimmers. They're like the opposite of triggers. Oh my gosh, I love so that. So it's like anything that just makes you feel that little bit of joy oh God, in the moment. Oh. I love that, glimmers. Yeah, and like the more you look for these glimmers throughout your day, the more you're, you're training yourself to see more of them, basically. You're attracting more of them to you. When you're putting your focus on the gratitude mm. and you're putting your focus in the good things, like you say, it's just going to come back to you tenfold. Yeah. Like it's just going to come back and you're going to see more and you're going to attract mm. more. It's like... We've said this so many times, like if you're going down this rabbit hole of negativity, that's going to happen more, but you can flip it on the other way. And just like, like you say, if it's a cute dog on the tube or like the sun was shining, it didn't rain. Yeah. (laughs) Like that can be, that can be a huge one. Like little things like that. And just really taking that time to train your brain to be like, Mm. nope, I'm looking in the positive today. Yeah. And I think that definitely ties in with like the sort of navigating the chaos of a big city because Mm. for me like recently when I was like getting to a point of like proper burnout I mean I wasn't like I know that burnout is like a clinical thing but I was yeah it's like some people you know don't can't get out of bed for months or whatever but I think burnout looks different for everyone it's a scale isn't it um but I was certainly at a breaking point something needed to change but yeah anyway I I was in the state of just kind of like oh why am I in London like oh it's just so like loud and chaotic and overstimulating and like I can't take it anymore and I want to move out like but actually like having gone home for a bit and like I, I love home and everything and it's it's lovely and peaceful and quiet but actually I was missing like the fun parts of yeah. London as well so like training your brain to remember why you came to this big city wherever you wherever you live or or if you were, if you were born there and you're you know you're not there by actual choice or whatever, just training your brain to see the good part. Like, what do you love about this city? Like, I don't know. Yeah, we've said it before, but like pretending you're in a movie. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Just like walking along the South Bank and seeing like the London Eye and Big Ben. Like so as the cool. sun was setting. This like I was. This was me like a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, actually, like I am so lucky to be here. Yeah. Um, and it is just all perspective because you know I could see all the like <laughs> gross bits about London and be mm. like, oh no, actually. So yeah, it's literally yeah. just your perspective. It's so true. Like your perspective can completely change over like completely different mm. things. Like you, like you say, you can be walking along the South Bank and thinking like, oh, there's so much litter or there's yeah. so much this, there's so much that. Or you can be looking at it like, look at these incredible buildings that have been here for so long. And look, at I could literally go into a coffee shop and order a coffee right now if I wanted. Whereas like I love being at home as well don't get me wrong but I can't do that at home I live in a village I would have to go drive somewhere I would have to take it would be a lot more effort for me to go do that so like I love going and getting my little pastry I love doing all these little things and it's just really remembering those little moments and why if you did move to the city why you're there or if you are there not by choice then finding the positive in that yeah for sure definitely something for me that's a massive thing that we speak about it on every single episode I feel like but just moving your body oh, and yeah. going exercising and actually taking the time to move your body it doesn't have to be a crazy intense exercise class it doesn't have to be something really crazy it can just be a gentle walk or yoga or whatever it is but really taking that time to just kind of move mm. is so so helpful because I know even if it's not necessarily a busy day when it's like busy in terms of the sense like you're on a tube and there's loads of people busy in that sense a lot of the time it can be busy where I'm just sat at my desk but busy in your mind yes yeah so you can kind of get caught up in that and be really I don't know get really distracted and not focused but Mm. I find getting up from my desk going for a run going to an exercise class going for a walk Mm. can just helps so much I I don't know there's chemicals and stuff and all of that but it just it helps yeah it's like we were talking about in the nervous system one like it's if you are kind of just sat around at your desk all day you're kind of got into that sort of dorsal vagal state Mm. where you're just kind of like in a bit of a slump like everything's kind of the day's kind of blurring into one like if you've been yeah sat all day it's like moving that energy around it just uh, you come back from your exercise class and you're like oh yeah what was I actually worried about mm. like what was I feeling about it just does boost your well it's the endorphins isn't yeah. it like the endorphins. it's those happy hormones I was literally it's like I was literally saying to you about after yesterday before my soul cycle mm. I had this like anxiety in my body mm. but I, I my brain 
supposedly was fine but I could feel this anxiety in my body and I could feel it in my chest I could feel it kind of like in my stomach and legs a bit like my legs were feeling quite jelly it was really weird like it was a proper like anxiety reaction but my head was so fine it was it was so odd but this was as I was walking to my class I was like what's wrong with me like I'm kind of freaking out but then as soon as and I literally was like walking in I was like I've not gone to a soul cycle in over a week Mm. or I've not gone to like basically any exercise class in over a week and yeah as soon as I came out of that class I was I felt great again yeah like and it is it, that's like really good because you've like noticed oh what do I you've like taken stock of what do I need to feel good oh I need to do exercise I need to move. oh I haven't done that in a little while that's probably why I'm feeling yeah. a little bit off and then you start to like build up this like toolkit yeah. for when you're feeling off of like what do I need in this moment right now and like you say different forms of exercise will be applicable at different mm-hmm. times. So like if you are feeling a bit sort of in that dorsal state and a bit of in a bit of a slump, like maybe something high intensity will feel good. Yeah. Whereas if you're like feeling really anxious, then maybe just some like gentle stretching mm. or a gentle walk is enough to sort of yeah, make bring you out of that state. It is just like taking you out of your mind and into the present moment that's the thing it's like breaking that cycle of those sort of negative spiral of thoughts Mm. that when you're in it it's so hard to like break out of it so you just yeah moving the energy around like that is is a really good way of breaking out of it another thing i think also that really helps living in a big city is taking the time to make sure you're like having good connections with Mm. other people um because like literally my next point <laughs> was it yeah oh yeah i know because i feel like definitely big cities can be really lonely like yeah. i mean we've talked before about the london lonely girls club Love like you london lonely girls <laughs> we club do. we should be like sponsored by them. <laughs> get oh, them on the pod get girls oh if you God. want if you want to come on yes please yeah so like that is just proof enough that like thousands and thousands of girls feel like this yeah. so like it's like when you're in a big city there's so many people around you and yet no one's actually connecting. Like mm. you're walking around, you know, on the tube or whatever, everyone's on their phone. Like he, there's no actual human interaction mm. there. Like even though you're surrounded by people, you're not getting that sort of safe connection that your nervous system needs to feel safe. It can almost more feel more lonely than if you're just at home on your own. Yeah. Like when you're surrounded by people, but there's no one there noticing you or no one's actually talking to you. It can almost feel yeah. more isolating because you're like, there are people here. Yeah. But there's no there's no connection. It's like we're all just ghosts. Like yeah. no one's noticing each other. But like, yeah, it's one of the core things that your nervous system needs mm. to feel regulated is having that connection with other people, that co-regulation. So this is, you know, it, it takes some work. And I know yeah. like it's, you know, it's hard to make friends in a big city for sure. But like, yeah, like things like the London Lonely Girls Club are really good to, you know, start building connections with like-minded people. And just like, I don't know, booking some time with a friend, like just go and get coffee, just like have an actual face-to-face conversation. And like, mm. that will feel so nourishing. Like I know it does to, for my nervous system. Like if I'm, if I, and this is one of the things in my toolkit, if I'm feeling a little bit off, I'm like, have I actually spoken to anyone today? <laughs> like, yeah, Especially with working from home. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like a lot of the time, if there's no Teams calls booked in my, mm. in my calendar, and like, I've not actually spoken to someone I'm working from home. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've not spoken out loud apart yeah. from muttering to myself. Yeah. And it's really weird. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's another another thing to sort of incorporate into your toolkit if you're feeling overwhelmed mm. in a big city. It's like, yeah, maybe it's time to reach out to a friend or, you know, even just like FaceTiming someone. I was just about to say, yeah. it doesn't have to be face-to-face. Yeah. Even if you just schedule in a FaceTime with your friend who lives, like I, we've got we've got a friend who lives in Australia. Mm. And it's like, even if you just schedule in like 10 minutes to call her or like anything like that, yeah. just having those connections that just make you feel a bit more together with people and humans. So true, because yeah. we it goes back to our kind of like instincts. Like if you literally look at like packs of mammals, mm. like lions go around in a pack mm. and they have this like, they, they only really call it like a lone wolf, don't they? Where it's yeah. on its own. But a lot of mammals will run in packs yeah. so like humans are kind of similar where they have yeah, that they need the connections mm. oh my gosh i've just remembered something there was a study done about yeah. monkeys where they took baby monkey they can't replicate it now because it's like so cruel oh. but like they took baby monkeys away from their mothers and they gave the monkeys this like um environment which was very cold like 
metals, but it gave them food and water. Mm. So that it was their basic core needs. Mm. But there was also an environment that replicated the mother's warmth and comfort and like cozy furnishings yeah, and yeah. stuff. And the monkeys could literally choose which one they wanted, food and water that mm. their basic needs or the comforting. And like 90% of them all chose this like comfort like their mother because that is such an, a fundamental instinct for us to have wow, how interesting. So interesting i need to i'm gonna find that study now because yeah, it's do. really interesting but yeah that i mean that's not really surprising actually because like yeah like you say well certainly humans are social creatures i mean Har- the monkey mother experiment it's by a guy called harlow okay yeah it's called cool. so basically they had like a wire mother mm. which was really cold and like didn't but gave them food Mm. but the other one was like a comforting one and they wanted that wow yeah i mean yeah that's i think yeah i can kind of see the reasoning behind that actually because Mm. yeah it's all about yeah co-regulating with just that source of comfort whether that's a friend and it's all it's all about feeling safe like if you're you know doing this with someone who you know sort of rubs you up the wrong way and doesn't make you feel safe then that's kind of counter counterproductive counterproductive for sure but yeah it's it you just want to feel safe and comforted really and like i know for me i get that a lot when i'm at home with my family and Mm. like that's why i i recently i've been going back home a lot because my nervous system has been such a like a roller coaster (laughs) because i want that source of comfort and that safe co-regulation when my nervous system feels in its ventral vagal state so that's something i've been working on in london is is finding those sources of comfort with other people those social interactions and like that make you feel safe and that you can rely on it's i think it is really important to kind of cultivate that those relationships and those people that you do feel safe around because and really i think it's important after you're you've been hanging out with people really take into account how you feel after those connections because a lot of the time like don't get me wrong it's you you can't just cut off certain people like (laughs) that'd be quite savage but it's like if you feel that someone is really being quite it's like are they a drain or a radiator Mm -hmm. so it's like are they draining your energy or are they being like a warm comforting radiator to you and you really need to feel how they Mm. are when you're hanging around with people like this is gonna sound so cringe but I find after hanging out with you I just feel so inspired and like I just feel like I don't know I feel quite like oh my god we've just we've just smashed this like we've had this like like sometimes when Alice and I chat we chat about such delusional stuff but like in the best way possible like we just like and then we just like talk about such exciting things Mm. like to do with the podcast and it's just it's it like lights me up too. And then it's just, you've just really got to figure out how you feel around certain people. And if there are people in your life that aren't making you feel safe, that aren't making you feel these certain ways, then yeah, maybe don't see them as much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know it's hard, but like, yeah, so you do hard. want to be sort of maximizing those interactions that make you feel yeah lit Great. up and yeah. stuff. I wonder if it's because I think it's because we've been friends for so long. It just like it does feel like that source of comfort almost. Yeah, because like it's from school. Like this, when we were little, we like, were literally what year nine. So that's like what twelve. Year eight, 30? I think. Oh wait, that's where you joined. Oh, I joined in... school in year eight. So. Oh, I, why do I think you joined in year nine? Okay, well yeah. Then yeah. since we were like what twelve, like yeah. twelve. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's over ten years. Oh Mad. my god! Wow. So cute. <laughs> notice how you feel when you come away from these interactions because I always used to think right I was like I'm such an introvert like I love being on my own but actually I think I actually feel the best when I am having those safe interactions that make me feel good that's when Mm. my nervous system feels the most regulated so yeah like that is a huge thing uh, um, to incorporate into your sort of toolkit for managing a big city life is finding those sources of comfort and connection so so true yeah yeah, I think another important thing to talk about when you're living in a big city is the lack of nature. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So where I live, there's not really that much green space, mm. really. Or like if there is, it's just like so busy. And I think that's just London. But like mm. all the just the sound, I think definitely like the soundscape of your life is a really big thing, especially for your, for your nervous system as well. Like the sounds that stress you out versus Mm. the sounds that make you feel calm and that'll be different for everyone but i know for me like just like the constant rush of cars babies crying is oh triggers me so much (laughs) and just like yeah like sirens and everything just that all of those sort of 
noises that don't feel so natural like they just hurt your ears sometimes doesn't it (laughs) the tube screeching all of that like noise cancelling headphones i was gonna say that yeah your best friend i need to get some i really like i really need to get some but yes soundscape is so important so like finding some nature where you, you can hear the birds or you can just hear the breeze in the trees and like even if you can't get into nature and this is what I'm talking about, the soundscape is so important, is you can just put on in your room nature sounds, whatever makes you feel calm. And it will have the same effect on your brain and on your nervous system, like even if you can't actually get out into proper, proper nature. Aren't we so lucky that we live in a, in a society like today where you can just, we've got all of this yeah. accessible on our phone. Yeah. Like one thing I love listening to, I don't particularly put on like nature sounds, but I put on um, like binaural beats or, yeah, or kind yeah. of like, um there's another i can't remember there's another kind of one that they call it but it's just those kind of more relaxing kind of tunes that get into your brain and they do all sorts of stuff apparently but like just those more calming relaxing musics like i love lo-fi music there's this there's this youtube channel which is like called lo-fi study something and it's like a 24-hour like live study i think everybody's like if you know if you know you know yeah so good (laughs) but like yeah, I listen to that when I'm studying, sometimes if I'm working, and it's just so nice and calming. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, we kind of went on a tangent there about soundscapes, but <laughs> it's hard to find these pockets of nature in the city, mm. but if, you know, it is worth just, like, seeking them out. Literally, just look on Google Maps and, like, oh, there's a bit of green space. I'll go check that out, and you never know. It might it might just be what you're looking for. It might literally become your favourite park in London. Exactly, yeah. Like, my friend Megan and I went to Victoria Park recently. Like, the past two weekends, we've gone to Victoria Park, and I am now obsessed with this Victoria Park. Like, I've not been before, and it, but it's just the most gorgeous park in London. Like, I used to be obsessed with Battersea Park, and now I'm like, oh, my gosh, Victoria Park. It's just, like, all these different places. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even know they like existed and it's and you can make it quite fun like going out to seek these different places in your city and like really enjoying like finding these new places finding these green spaces going on a walk getting a nice coffee you know living your that girl life yeah like do it oh my god you're really inspiring me i need to start doing more of this i literally if i have a free day on a weekend i will just go on a massive walk by myself it's my favorite thing to do it's like actually if anything i love sounds very i don't know loner but like i love going on my own for a walk no that's amazing and that's that's i guess that's another really important point to talk about is like as much as it's important to find safe connections um to make your nervous system feel nourished it's also important to learn to enjoy your own solitude Mm. and like i think there's a difference between loneliness and solitude like loneliness is you know all the sort of negative feelings about being on your own but solitude is like i am choosing to be to enjoy this time on my own have a bit of peace and like i love i'm so inspired by you just like going out and doing your little pastry run and just like making a day of it and like going out somewhere new you've not been before getting into nature and just enjoying that time by yourself like i think it's because like we've said before but i we grew up in these tiny little places Mm. that like i literally had to get a two-hour bus into town where the drive was only about 15 20 minutes into the town it was because it went through all the villages it was stupid like it literally went like oh my god and i remember it used to be a pound they've gone up in price Uh. anyway different off the off topic (laughs) so i just didn't really have that accessible to me like having those kind of the cute little coffee shop on the corner or like that I just didn't, that just wasn't, I had to literally go and like ride around on our bikes in the street. Like it, that was our fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, like playing out. Playing, yeah. It was like going outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I do miss that. I, I do low key <laughs> kind of want to just like run back to my childhood. But like now being in London is just so nice to be able to go and get like a cute pastry on a weekend yeah. or like go find a nice park and then like go and sit and read in a park with my friends. I love that. And I think, yeah, you're you're doing so well at this slow living thing. I need to take a leaf out of your book. But just, yeah, I, this is something else. I, so I, I'm like all for going for walks and stuff, but I'm mm. always in the mindset of like, I need to be constantly doing and like How constantly so? go, go, go. Like on my walk, I'm like, I'm not going to stop and sit down and just like stare into space. Like my mind is so like hectic and busy. I'm like, I've got to be go, go, go onto the next thing, onto the next thing. So like I'm, I'm going for these walks, but I'm not like, what I want to start incorporating is like you say sitting down reading my book and like not thinking about the next thing just like Mm. this is my afternoon I'm sitting here I'm reading I'm people watching whatever it is rather than like oh I'm just rushing through it this is something I struggle with at the moment yeah Yeah. that's really interesting you say that because 
I, I do get that. Like I do a lot of the time, I th- more in my day-to-day like working day, I'll yeah. find that I'm always trying to rush on to the next yeah. thing. But on a weekend, I really, it's almost like there's nothing up there. Oh, I'm so <laughs> but, jealous. But no, but in a way that I'm not enjoying it. Oh, okay. So like I'll go on these walks and then I'll be like, oh my gosh, how did I get there? <laughs> like I'm not even, it's kind of about, like, it, I don't know. It's just almost like there's, I just very, I switch off. I think that's because my mind is so overactive mm. during the week, maybe. I don't know. It's just this slow living thing, yeah, that we want to come back to. And it's it's hard living in a city mm. that's so fast paced to take that time to be like, no, there's plenty of time. Like that cultivating that time abundant mindset, yeah. um, which is definitely something I'm working on because I'm always like, oh the weekends are so short like I know this Mm. is just a mindset but it feels it feels like it I think oh this is something else I want to talk about actually yeah not packing your schedule so full like leaving some buffer time yes that's a huge one actually because I am really guilty of this I'm like okay I'm gonna get up in the morning I'm gonna like do my morning routine then I'm gonna go to a dance class then I'm gonna come back then I'm gonna meet this friend then I'm gonna do this this and this and it's like it's it makes me feel stressed. Same. Like when your weekend's meant to be for relaxing, like I've packed it too full. No, I I relate to that so much. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love my friends so much. Mm-hmm. Like I love them to pieces, but sometimes it can just feel very overstimulating mm-hmm. if you're seeing people on Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Like it's yeah. just like, I really truly value my alone time. Same. And I, like I love like I, I had this thing I was in a really good routine with it where I would just see absolutely no one on a Sunday go on a big long walk and I would do my gro- grocery shop I'm not American I would do my food shop and just do that on a Sunday and really just prep for the whole week and yeah. that literally made me feel because I was getting in a really um mind space of getting the Sunday scaries really badly oh, yeah. and just having so much anxiety f- yeah. before work and I, that I just found that like protected time on a Sunday for me to be like no this is me I am cultivating this to just do what I need to do on my own yeah. was really good for me. I need to get back into yeah, that. But yeah, I can I can feel you so much on yeah. that. I need to start doing that. That sounds like a lush Sunday. Plan it out in your um, calendar. Like I time block myself. <laughs> like I time block my life. Yeah. yeah. Like I've, put, I've time blocked the podcast tonight. Oh. Like this evening is time blocked the podcast. Oh my God, later, can I actually have a look at your calendar? Because I think yeah. I'm doing it wrong. Like I've time blocked my like work and stuff but it, it looks too chaotic to me and I think I'm doing it wrong so maybe I need to like look at <laughs> yeah no no let's do it I don't know but yeah I love the idea of just like blocking out a whole Sunday for yourself mm. and I think in Lon- in a big city like London it's so easy to have FOMO of like oh my friends are doing this today oh I don't yeah. really fancy it. but like what if something amazing happens and I miss it and like but actually I'm feeling quite tired and you just get into this sort of like guilt cycle of like I should always be out doing something mm. but I think it's important to try and cultivate like Jomo, the joy of missing out. Ah, I love like, that. I'm, taking, I'm consciously taking this time to do what actually refuels me because, like, you know, if I if I'm just constantly giving my time away to like every single social event, then eventually, like, you're you just, just gonna feel so burnt burn out. Yeah. So that's something else I've been trying to practice as well. Mm. But it's hard when I feel like when you live in London, you have so many different kind of groups like yeah. you don't just have like one core friend group anymore you've got like all sorts of different branches of stuff which is amazing like mm. it's it's i'm so grateful to have all these yeah. different friends but it keeping up with all these friendships keeping up with adult friendships is a lot of work yeah. and a lot of time so it is it's kind of learning when you need to say no and take care of yourself it's it's all about finding that balance yeah, and that balance yeah, yeah. will be different for everyone yeah. right like some people i know like some of my friends thrive off being with people all the time yeah and like I, I've got friends that are like that and they love that and great and that's good for them but for me I know personally for me I truly like having my time on my own <laughs> yeah no me too I need it I, I I do just feel so burnt out if I'm constantly constantly socializing yeah so cultivating that Jomo and spending time on your mm. own doing things that refuel you I think it's really important to be intentional with that downtime intentional with your relaxing time because you know so say you're at work all day you come home and you're like okay it's time to relax but it's very easy to just like do things that seem relaxing but aren't actually relaxing like just scrolling like getting lost in a hole on tiktok or just binging netflix which is you know great in moderation but sometimes if you you get it sucked into a hole and you come out of it and you're like 
actually I don't feel good like I don't feel relaxed I don't feel refueled no I I can I relate to that so much because I've been watching um Gilmore Girls recently love it I have never seen Gilmore Girls before me neither and oh my gosh it's insane (laughs) so so good but I can relate to that where I, I will just sit there for hours on end having Gilmore Girls on like whilst I'm making my food and then I'll like whilst I'm eating dinner I'll have it on and it's just and then these things aren't actually relaxing to me because I find cooking dinner relaxing yeah but it's like I'm kind of almost sucked into that a bit yeah so yeah being intentional with that time that you find relaxing like rather than maybe having something really intense that you have to maybe focus on just have like smooth jazz or just I don't know yeah something playing in the background where it's not I don't know, is intense. Yeah, being intentional with that time. Yeah, it's different for everyone. Like I know for me, like I, yeah, like I was saying at the beginning of the episode, I've gotten into a bit of a bad habit of just like going down a hole of TikTok or like editing Mm. or just like, and then I look up and I'm like, the whole evening's gone and it's almost time to go back to work tomorrow. Like, you know, (laughs) got time to go to bed and then it's work tomorrow. Mm. When I didn't actually do any of the things that actually relax me. So I don't know. It, it could be anything. Like, I want to start playing my guitar more. Oh, like, yeah. that relaxes me so much. Like, I've got, I got this, like, gorgeous guitar for my birthday and I was really in a habit of playing it a lot and, like, it does really, really relax me. So that, I, I want to start getting into the habit of doing that again in the evening. Do that, yeah. Yeah, anything like that. Singing, I know, really makes me feel good. Dancing. So nice. Or just whatever relaxes you. Yoga, anything. But just being intentional with it, not just being like, right, I'm home. I'm just going to watch TV all night. I'm just going to, you know, go on TikTok all night, which, mm. you know, is it's fine sometimes, but it's noticing, does that actually make you feel good? And if not, you know, just starting to notice what does make you feel good, yeah. like building that toolkit. No, no, so true. Like for me, something that really does relax me is like just really taking my time with my like skincare and mm. my like shower routine. Like honestly, is my, my favorite thing to do is just take like a proper full body shower and just be like so feel so squeaky clean and just like get really love that and that makes me feel so good like that was one of my little tips I had written down here was like to never skip your skincare but like just really taking that time to focus on you and your self like physically like like putting all the lotions on and like getting all clean and just that for me is like a really big thing just kind of resets me a bit that's so good yeah to get out of your mind and into your body again like Mm. anything that's gonna like that like self-touch that soothing self-touch is gonna really really ground you and come out of that sort of frazzled state that's so easy (laughs) to slip into in a big city i think i had one more that's probably my last one okay so a way to stay grounded in a big city is just really cultivating time where you're not on your phone yeah yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's a massive one for me. So like I've started reading on the tube yeah. and I've started trying to not be on my phone before bed. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very bad at this. Same. I need to not we because... Need to, can we be accountability partners on Yeah, this? let's like, do if it. If I text you late at night, can you be like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, seriously, because that would be so good. Because I sometimes do notice, I'm like, Alice, you're up late. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, but yeah, no, let's do it. Because yeah, I need to like put my phone in a drawer but then I use it for my alarm so it's kind of I don't know yeah, but yeah keep having at least a bit of time that's protected that you just don't go on your phone because it can these things are like they're like trackers they're with us all the time they're yeah. all the time and it's just you're having that kind of dopamine reaction and it's just I don't know, I don't know yeah. what I'm saying but it's just not good for you no. to be constantly connected I mean they're designed to draw you in aren't they tech companies profit off of this like all the bright colors and the overstimulation and like TikTok's so like fast all the short form content now it's so addictive mm. and you know everyone everyone is addicted to it like it's a real thing like oh, yeah. it's a little bit scary do you know what I predict oh, I yeah. think we're gonna have like a bit of an anti-movement of like people get to a point where they're so burnt out that like people just like start you know stop going on their phones like i think that we will get to that sort of breaking point i don't know there's already a sort of shift in it now like of sort of the slow living movement coming back in mm. like i don't know but i would be surprised i would i wouldn't be surprised if that happens in the future at some point down the line because mm. we can't just keep getting more and more overstimulated and faster and faster and faster like they're you know we're human beings there's gonna come a time where no i think we're gonna become robots (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) or that (laughs) that. anyway but but like no because i (laughs) (laughs) we're going on a 
tangent here, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> Bit of a tangent. But I, I just genuinely, like, it was literally today whilst I was, um, typing um an email out and i was literally thinking like oh wouldn't this just be so much easier if i could think and then that would type out oh my god (laughs) like (laughs) and like not even dictation because dictation doesn't work a lot of the time i can't just be sat in the office dictating an email but it's like how good would that be if i like i that's probably gonna become one day in our future because the amount of technology that's um evolved in our life apparently it's google's 25th birthday today we're older than google oh my god by only by a year but like still like it's google's 25th birthday and if to think that google has come in our lifetime imagine how much more tech there's going to be but i do hope it's the slow living one yeah (laughs) no let's manifest that one i like that one that one sounds fun then we can just sit and read our nice books and stuff and that sounds great big cities are overstimulating enough as it is Mm. and then i know that like when we're feeling anxious and overstimulated and stressed like it's our natural response really our habitual response is to just oh i'm feeling a bit anxious i'm just gonna go on my phone yeah. like it's like a, a comfort um what's the word it's a habit isn't it? um coping mechanism coping mechanism that's the one but it's not like actually helping you no cope feel better it's just like a habit yeah and and, and it just gives you more overstimulation mm. um so yeah i mean that's that's a biggie is less screen time that that helps me feel less overwhelmed for sure there's only one more thing that i really wanted to say and like it's kind of counter counterintuitive it seems because we're talking about how to like thrive in the city and manage Mm. staying grounded and peaceful in the city but i think a huge thing is actually getting out of the city every once in a while like like the energy in a big city especially in london it can feel when you get to that point where it's just so overwhelming and it's like you can't nothing nothing is really helping but like i think it's for me it's a form of self-care is like going like back to my childhood home going and like spending some time with my family and because like we say we grew up living in villages like i'm surrounded by nature it's quiet when Mm. i get home home my ears are ringing because Mm. london is so loud i'm like oh my god this is what quiet feels like and like that for me, and I instantly feel better. And like for a while I was kind of fighting it like, oh, like, you know, what am I doing? I'm, I'm, I'm 26, I live in London, I should be adulting, I should be able to handle this, I, should be, I shouldn't need to be keeping going home. But like, I know that for me, it's part of my toolkit is that like, I feel good in nature, proper nature. I feel good surrounded by my family. I feel good in quiet. And so building that into my routine is actually a form of self-care mm. like it's not no shame in like oh i can't handle it i'm going home no but yeah sorry it's it's you know it's a lot a lot of people i don't know it's it's a lot to handle living in a big city and like even if it's not even if your family doesn't live nearby like i'm very very lucky that like my family's just a train ride away it's not too hard for me to get home but if your family lives far away just like even just going on a day trip to like a nearby town that's a bit quieter a bit slower paced just like going somewhere where the pace isn't so crazy and chaotic and just having a day where you're practicing that more slow living kind of Mm. mindset and just you know chilling out in nature in a coffee shop read a book with not that time pressure and that rushing and all the noise of the traffic and all of this Mm. I think that is actually the hugest thing that has been helping me yeah is, is just getting out from time to time because it's a lot and and the, and the longer you stay there and i know for me the longer i stay in london the more it sort of <laughs> like weighs me down like i love i love london but i know that part for me part of my self-care is i need to get out every now and then that's so interesting yeah yeah i was i was gonna say the exact same thing like yeah. for a lot of people it might not be going back to their family home and like we are both very lucky mm-hmm. that our yeah. family home is not far away yeah. but like a lot of people it, you can like I've got for I've got a TikTok friend who I made on TikTok, which is very sweet. But her family live abroad, mm. so it's like she can't just go back and um, visit her family. But it's like you can just go, for example, on a day trip to the beach, yes. and it's like yeah. I love doing that. And like yeah. beachside towns are just so cute because it's a slightly slower pace of life, yeah, like exactly. we said, and just go sit on the beach and eat your fish and chips, yeah. and like have that kind of more slower pace mm. is just so so therapeutic and so so rewarding. But I mean, I'm kind of going to flip it on its head as well <laughs> again okay. and say like, you can almost cultivate those places in the city. Like yeah. I find if I, c- if I can go into a certain point and send like 
Central Park. I'm not in New York. Jeez. <laughs> it, like Hyde Park or Regent's Park or something that yeah. you can get these places where it does you can get that little bit of peace and quiet like it, and it's not too far to travel because I know I get exhausted with travel mm. I, I find like if I go back to my family home like by the time I get there I'm exhausted really? yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, like yeah. as soon as yeah because it, it's just like that train ride and then you've got to drive and then you've got to do all the, like and then you're home and then it's dark and it's just like oh it's like I just get so bogged down by that right, so yeah. I I find I love how quick it is for me say for example I can get a half an hour tube and I can be in a gorgeous like park which mm. yeah I don't know I you there's also little pockets that you can find in a big city we're gonna have to that. exchange places because mm. like I I need to know your little like quiet spots in London because <laughs> I'm struggling to find them if anyone has any recommendations yeah, as well of nice peaceful places in london where you just like you just want to sit down read a book and chill out like i would love to know your recommendations i really need some yeah let us know we would love that kind of thing someone commented um a book we should read on our tiktok um sorry this is a massive tangent um but they commented like uh what did they say she said that the couple by heli acton is a good book and it's to do with like the single benefits being single so oh yeah so that's what we talked about in our last episode last episode. if you want to check that out so mm. thank you for the suggestion yeah Th- yeah thank you yeah we really appreciate that <laughs> no one else has any book recommendations i am such a book girly like i feel like love languages books is my love language um <laughs> nice so, so just like keep sending the book racks yeah, our way please do please we love we are obsessed with books maybe we should just do like a book app oh my god yes of, like our favorite book oh episode god, write books. down yes <sighs> i feel like that's a good place to end it maybe we've been yeah chatting away but yeah i think yeah i think this was i I enjoyed talking about all of this stuff and i think it's very Mm. relevant right now certainly for the way i'm feeling Um. no i yeah definitely i think we can all find a bit of calm in the chaos (laughs) yeah so important i hope this was helpful yeah for anyone who does live in a big city let us know your favorite like ways to keep calm in a city yeah for sure let us know how you find the energy of living in a big city and Mm. and what are your favorite ways to find a little bit of peace yeah let us know we would love to know but thank you guys so much for listening along yeah do slide into our dms if you ever have any questions or anything like that but yeah yeah thank you guys thanks guys we'll see you in the next one see you in the next one Bye. bye